You gonna play the uh, intro music out loud for us? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was that peaked. My laugh. Yeah. You want to maybe give us a countdown, Paul? Oh, you boys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. On your Zoom yeah. live stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready? Three, two, one. I gotcha. Sick. We ain't clapping today. We're not clapping today. It feels good to be back in Puerto Rico, doesn't it, boys? Yeah. Glad to be back. <laughs> Our home away years. from home. Home away from home, <laughs> right. indeed. Uh, yeah. So if you missed the last episode, Paul, Dan, and I, sorry, Greg, we are <laughs> v- vacate, <coughs> revisiting <laughs> San Juan, Puerto Rico, and we're here now. The Dan and Paul are their first time on the actual sticks using dynamic microphones. So forgive us if there's some volume levels. We're also on a kind of a tricky situation with, I have two, only two inputs on my audio interface. So they are using a, an XLR splitter and are on the same channel. So uh, <laughs> we're going to try to get them similar volumes. We're but on a tandem mic. Yeah, we'll see what happens. When it comes to podcasts, yes. Oh, well, we got, we're on our last day here. How do you guys feel so far? I've enjoyed the entire time. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. This has been really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's been very easy to like navigate. Really yes. easy to get around. Everything's very close. I don't think we had a single Uber for the times we Ubered that was more than 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 Talking driving time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we saw everything we wanted to see. All very, very close to each other, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Now, what uh, is there anything that really surprised you when you got here? Was there a big, whoa? No, I would almost say the opposite. I was expecting the like, I mean, like practically another country feeling. Uh-huh. Um, but getting here and stuff like that was like exciting. I was more excited really to see you guys yeah. in person, honestly, because it's Paul. been what that means a lot. Four almost five years. Yeah. Hope I didn't disappoint. Hope we didn't. We didn't let you down. <laughs> no, no. Expectations were met. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, you had a pretty low bar. So was, yeah. uh, well, if we keep that on the side. Um, but, um, but definitely, like, I, I was getting the, like, oh, I'm in another country feel. But it was just kind of normal vacation, which I actually liked a lot that, you know, it felt yeah. a, little, a little like home in a sense. Yeah, you know what really killed the I'm in another country feeling for me was going to a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Which was True. the first thing we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let's talk about some things that, maybe not the first first surprise, but some things that are definitely different. Uh, the police always have their lights <laughs> on here, which was <laughs> strange at first for me. Yes. A little concept they call proactive policing, just trying to remind you they're there, and it works, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else? Yeah, all the crime you're thinking of doing. Right. <laughs> Preventing you from doing that. <laughs> we didn't hit as many hurdles. We, you know, I at first felt kind of bad that we don't speak Spanish, but, like, you know, yeah. they're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> there was only, a, like, at the one, you know, Mexican restaurant we went to that mm-hmm. the gentleman didn't speak oh, English. Yeah. But he knew enough English that yeah. we got by. Which one was that? Um, Del it, Patron. When yeah. we got we, That first night we got food. Oh, with the free marks. With the guy walking yeah. walk yeah. margaritas out to us. Yeah. Us, so. yeah, I was like, tu hablas inglés? And he was like, uh, pa mucho. And he's like, let's try it. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Thankfully, menu-wise, he is pointing. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then he asked me how to pronounce 
82. He was like, 82, right? That's correct. And I was like, yes. That feel pretty good? Well, as a teacher, I mean. Oh, of course, right? Oh, it's natural. Yes, yeah, it's yes. Yes. Yeah, it comes right to you. Back in my zone. <laughs> yeah. uh, love that. Back on my bullshit. Let's talk about those free marks, though. Really the MVP of the trip, I think. Well, it was, it was definitely a good note to start off on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Guy felt bad about how long our food was taken. Just We were sitting on the street because they were not... Uh, yeah, there were no tables for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, across the street, actually, yeah, guy dodged traffic to get to us. <laughs> yes, very dangerous. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's another thing is um, there. The concept of traffic laws is a little loose here. Uh, the, you know, yes. it, I guess Paul Paul has said that's kind of a city thing. I'm not much of a city slicker, so I don't know. <laughs> but um, you don't like. You're just kind of supposed to walk in front of traffic, and they're supposed to stop for you, it seems like, at least where we are. Yes, I think there's enough cars, enough, like, slowed down traffic. It is, it's, it's all, yeah. you know, they're not coming to a screeching halt to No, it's all you. kind yeah. of gridlocked for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And there's people everywhere, so they're yeah. probably nervous hitting people anyways. Yeah, that's another thing. We are in kind of, like, a resorty part of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, we're right on the beach. We yeah. are about a what? One minute, thirty second walk to the beach, <laughs> and that's mainly the elevator right down. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. and that's to get to the water to get your feet in the water. Yeah, you yeah. got a minute thirty. Yes, <laughs> set your stuff down, open the drink. Yeah, it's uh, it is a lovely view. Uh, let's, you know what? We won't make an Instagram post this. To, well, maybe we will. Maybe we'll just throw oh, yeah. some of our own pictures on the account yeah, too. We'll it's just like a little. How do you do? <laughs> but, get uh, my hair flip. Yeah, oh, we'll water, yes. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Dan got a little. I had to get that little white girl. Uh, <laughs> yes. Should really get the most likes this this post. Oh, was that one. Yeah, we should have got some. Maybe we should get a, before the night's over, let's get a, a boomerang of us cheersing drinks together. <laughs> or something. Yes. If only we got some of those pineapple <laughs> drinks. That would be perfect, yeah. Which, okay, here's another thing. Cheap produce. Oh, yeah. 87 cents for a pineapple. That was nuts, huh? <laughs> yeah. it, yes. It's cheaper than water. It's like stereotypically yeah. what you expect. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. But you, I like it. Yeah, and there wasn't like, like other stuff at the stores were not, didn't compensate. Like other stuff wasn't awfully expensive, more expensive than at home. Well, we had know? to do some like kind of fluid ounce math because the beers down here, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, surprisingly are like a normal Coors Light. What was it, eight ounce can? Yeah, everything else is a ten ounce can. I mean, those cores—they sell those. I've seen those in like stores in in the, the small ones, the minis. Yeah. yeah, but all the other cans, you you don't get bigger than ten ounces basically yeah. if you're buying like a twelve pack. Uh, yeah, unless it's a bottle. I don't think you sell anything. Yeah, here. Mm. and the two liters were one point seven five liters. Yeah, just mm. some weird. Oh, and the gas and the gas. Yeah, we <laughs> saw gas for seventy seven cents, and we're like, no freaking way that it's that cheap, but. You know, lo and behold, our ignorant asses—it's seventy-seven cents per liter. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like two thirty a gallon, which it's is still way cheaper than where we came. Than from. a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely not, not a not a part of the city, or really a city general where you need a car. No. Like everything that we had sort of scoped out ahead of time on Google Maps, you know, it, it would say like. 10, 15 minute walk or whatever. But then it's, I mean, it's even shorter than that. We can walk mm-hmm. everywhere. Everything was way closer than we assumed before getting here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we can see it largely from our Airbnb. Our Airbnb is on the nine and a half floor, 9.5th floor. Yeah. Yeah. The penthouse. It's yeah. called that. I'm not even, 
Yeah, it's the <laughs> penthouse yeah. level, and we have a big window on one side of the apartment that we're staring out at right now. Right, you can yeah. see little lagoon that we were paddleboarding on earlier today. You can mm-hmm. see way off in the distance into Old San Juan. I think that's the direction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned today paddleboarding. I don't have my sea legs yet. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> learned that kind of quick. <laughs> I was, I mean, I guess to be fair, you've both done it before, but yeah. you, the balance that you two had on those paddleboards was, I didn't even notice like a, a oh, shaking yeah. the board and the entire time I was standing up. It was like a, a, a tightrope act, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep that thing afloat. Took a spill four or five times <laughs> into, the, yeah. into the drink. Except when we were trying to turn around, though. So going out, we had the wind to our backs, but so we were nice sails, so yeah, nice leisurely yeah. activity. Oh, we were yeah. cruising, man. It was yeah. nothing, and then we had to turn around, and it was like, you know, you got you turned like ninety degrees, and you start getting hit by like little waves from yeah, the broadsided. Side yeah. Oh God. Well, and, and when you guys were way ahead of me, like when we first turned around, I thought you guys were just going faster than me. Then I looked behind, and I was about to go under the bridge. They told us was the absolute <laughs> thing you were not supposed Almost to do. Going backwards, go yeah. through the bridge. The wind was just taking me. Yeah, I was worried for like probably a good thirty seconds during that at that point to trying to turn around. Uh-huh. I was like, oh man, this isn't going to work well. Like, <laughs> yeah. this gonna, we're going to have to walk back with oh, these. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, well, at the very at the very worst, I think we'd have to just get off and just kind of paddle back on it, you know, like kick kick swim back, uh, holding yeah. the boards. That probably oh, would've, we so wouldn't have had much wind. Because that's the worst this. thing when you're sitting up or standing up more so, but sitting up, you just catch all that wind. Yeah, holding you back. Quite the workout, though. Oh yeah, the shoulders will feel it a little bit tomorrow. <laughs> now let's talk about the. Uh, we saw some very nice military installations. Oh the, yeah, the, 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 like, uh, what are you talking about? Antique variety, not, <laughs> yes. not we didn't, state of the art. We didn't go to any <laughs> any sort of modern base, but uh, there's some cent- five century old almost yeah. uh, forts. I mean, of course, you know they built onto those over over time, but yeah. we can trace them back pretty far. Those were very cool. Fifteen twenties, forties, somewhere around there. Fifteen hundreds yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old Spanish. Uh, took over in like 1490 something, real quick after you know finding it. Yeah, right after, right after Columbus found it, they settled. They settled in. Yeah, they call and it. Columbus called the island uh, Juan, Banti- Juan Batista. What Sa- San Juan Batista okay. after Saint John the Baptist? Oh, okay. Saint John the Baptist Island is what he called it. Oh. And they initially landed in a city they called uh, Puerto Rico, meaning, oh. which means Eric's door in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Richport. Richport, yep. Um, and I think, just like anything in the new world, military fortifications were paramount. They had to build those real quick. Uh-huh. Those are the first things, absolutely. Yeah, and... Old San Juan, just like the oldest part, of course, is, I mean, you can see it everywhere. There are a couple of forts. There's walls, a lot of different places throughout the that part of the city. Mm. I mean, just the cobblestone. You know, it mm. probably came a lot later, obviously, the cobblestone, but you can tell how oh, old, yeah. old San Juan is. Mm-hmm. Real narrow streets. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to drive cars down. Yeah. The first fort we went to seemed... Bigger than the second fort. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. 
Yeah, when you're talking just San Cristobal surface area. I think the other one was very much more. It had more floors. We'll say mm-hmm. oh, more yeah. levels. Six levels. Six, yeah. Six levels. Couldn't it's go down to the first. A little bit more on the like true coast in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. What um, favorite part of the forts? Either one or both or. I mean, for me, it was just the idea that like all those like portholes for the cannons. Oh yeah. Can you imagine putting all those cannons out at a time? Just so much freaking firepower. Imagine how loud it'd be. You know, doing like a full volley. Yeah, and they yeah. don't have you know ear protection. In no a way. Sense. Yeah, I wish we could have magic school bust oh, to the yeah. past and <laughs> seen it. Dan, you've got kind of a Miss Frizzle energy about you. I got the teacher thing. Yeah, yeah, I think you could have. Yeah, send wear this weird goofy dresses too. Sing a couple numbers. Yeah, and we saw some iguanas too. We could have just taken one. Oh, we could have yeah. had the full. Put in my backpack. You can be Carlos. <laughs> so I'll be the nerdy white kid. I guess whatever his name was. <laughs> one always wanted to go home. I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a fact or a figure here. Um I want to know like how fast and far one of those cannons could shoot. Okay. Okay, 16th century. It's max range. Let's see here. These are big cannons. Yeah, we saw some. I think even in those rooms, we didn't even see the biggest ones. Probably not. Cuz if you remember that one we took a picture with uh-huh. at the second fort, I think that was the biggest one we saw. Surely. The one where you were pretending yeah. to man it? Yeah, yeah okay. so I was yeah. pretending to, <laughs> yeah. to shoot it, yeah. Um, I think my favorite part was uh, hmm, probably like all of the underground tunnels and passages. Just a really complicated system of passages that you could tell were just like, oh, yeah. They built this whole thing one piece at a time. Like, oh, they, they did it a little bit this decade, a little bit that decade, and they just had to, like, cobble together and sort of like a, an organization system. There were just tunnels everywhere. Yeah, but it, like, worked very well together, I think, design-wise, efficiency-wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, something I probably should have said at the top. <clears throat> if you're looking for a standard episode, this is not going to be it. Uh it's probably going to be a mix of recounting our vacation, a little bit of uh, just, you know, shooting the shit. Yeah. We're going to sprinkle in some information. Yeah. But uh, we quickly realized the idea of doing research on vacation was not a very appealing idea. <laughs> so we're not trying to be insensitive and not actually talking very much about the history of Puerto Rico, as, certainly as much as we could. Yeah. It's just this was supposed to be our time off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, True. Yeah, we work hard on the pod yeah, all we year. Do. We really <laughs> only get like four or five vacation days yeah. a year. A lot, of, a lot of sweat, a lot of man hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the the network really keeps us locked in. All right. Anyway, so 1,500 <laughs> yards. <laughs> okay. 1,500 yards, bad. yeah. Well, so that's crazy because that yeah. would easily. That's almost like a mile. Almost a mile. Yeah. That's crazy. That would easily reach like if you're thinking about like the El Moro fort. Oh, yeah. Um, that little tiny island with that tower. Mm-hmm easily would clear that little opening to the bay, to the yes. lagoon. You got that covered, no problem. By design, probably. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <coughs> crazy. Do you want to talk about food? Yeah, food's of been course. great. I want to talk about the church as well. Ooh. Yeah, I, that's, that's the next thing I want to talk about. Let's or do food and cathedral. Yeah, yeah, the cathedral. It's cathedral. But do uh, church. Do you want to do the start with church? Oh yeah. Okay. So now we were just walking through Old San Juan, and 
came upon a cathedral, pretty unassuming cathedral. You know, there wasn't, especially for what we found out was inside it, not many bells or whistles on the outside of this thing. Yeah. No. White, right? Oh, yeah. Outside. Because, you know, simple building when I think of cathedrals, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. The outside architecture, the outside, certainly. absolutely. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, it was just one guy <laughs> standing at the door, just checking temps. Yeah. Kicked, uh, kicked the, he- uh, the hat right off of Dan's head <laughs> for being so disrespectful to think he could walk into a holy building wearing a hat. His yeah, shoulders seriously. didn't even move. All of a sudden, his foot <laughs> hit my hat right off my head. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, how long do you think we were in there just kind of walking around before we realized what we had stumbled upon? Was that just like five minutes, maybe? Oh, yeah, I'd say a good ten minutes walking yeah. around because we went to the back room, too. Yeah. Yeah, I buy that. And, Dan, you looked it up to see how old it was? Yeah, 1540. 1540. There was previously, in its spot, a smaller cathedral that was destroyed in a hurricane. It was rebuilt as, I think, it was probably rebuilt as that back room we saw that was mostly stone, the one that had the Mm -hmm. Jesus on the cross. And at some point, they had added the rest. But uh, just on a unmarked side of the building there's just a statue of a woman with a sword on her hip and it turns out it's the tomb of Ponce de Leon <laughs> the one the only a name you've probably heard if you know anything about the colonial period of the Spanish yeah. he was the first person to set up a settlement in Puerto Rico I believe and also its first governor first Spanish governor mm-hmm. and he lived until what 1521 I think yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Well, and I think you looked up that time as well that he was buried somewhere else. Yeah, until moved. the 1800s, I think. Yeah. And then in the so 1800s. he's actually buried at that cathedral. Yeah. Which was kind of like eerie, like eye-opening. Like, wow, he's mm-hmm. actually buried there. And yeah, again, just very understated. Like, yeah. No yes. big sign out front. Nothing. Resting place of Ponce de Leon. I, don't know, yeah. I guess I don't know what the like, what their view of him is, you know. True. That's true. But, like, that is a good point, though, Dan. Like, kind of everything we saw here, there's, you know, there's a little bit of the tourist field, but, like, not as much as you would see as, you know, somewhere in Florida where it's, like, right. they're just trying to make a buck off every little thing that they can get out of you. Yeah. Where here it's true history that they just take pride in, and it's just, you know, just in their backyard. Yeah. So they don't make, like, you know, big signs and big lines to go see it. It's just, it's just there. Yeah. I think that's something to to note that's really cool especially in the older part of the city like i feel like there's a lot of effort that goes into preserving like the character of that part of the city because i mean you have these like beautiful facades really ornate like molding around the buildings a lot of the buildings have like these really vibrant colors all over them like paul mentioned the cobblestone streets just like there's a lot of old character to it so yeah you know having some of that more flash like the flashier type touristy stuff would probably ruin that a bit Mm -hmm. this is um it's a cathedral of san juan bautista right that's yeah yeah yeah. which is if i do remember it's the oldest in in puerto rico and what the second oldest in all of the americas all the americas yeah that's crazy Whoa. Yeah. It's surprising. Mm-hmm. 
They acted fast. <laughs> you know? Yes. They it landed. Was, it went fort and then cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> then food housing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Guns, then God, then the rest, right? That's right, yeah. Guns, gold, God. Oh, yeah. That the three Gs of imperialism <laughs> yeah, that we teach agree. in world history classes. Yes. That's actually very... It's a good... It's, re- it's a good that's way a to thing. put it. Oh, that is a thing? In, oh, yeah, really? open a textbook, that'll be... Guns, golden, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just a classic. It's amazing what alliteration can do. It instantly <laughs> concretes anything as, as yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. a good saying. Cements. Concretes. Cements something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> We've My been f- doing those funny accents like all week. Like we've been slipping in like British or Australian oh, yeah, accents recently. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, Dan, while I go make a drink, why don't you, why don't you lead us off about the food? Oh, yeah. Mm. So one of the main reasons that I'm a teacher um, is to get food recommendations from my students. <laughs> That's the bonus. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's that's your that's your yearly bonus. Um, no, I mean I mentioned it. I mentioned it to some of my classes, and you know immediately like I have some students whose families are either from Puerto Rico or they go there often. Um, there's like 150,000 people in Philadelphia of Puerto Rican descent, so it was really easy to catch a flight. Anyways, I got these three. The three main recommendations that I got were. Tostones, Mallorca, and Mofongo. So we'll start. Let's we'll talk about Tostones first. Yeah, because that was our first thing we ordered. Yeah, and it's the least exciting, personally. It, yeah, it's an appetizer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With that sauce that it, that that was there. Yeah. That it was good. But anyways, Tostones are twice fried plantain slices. So what I think is like they either take slices or they, they, they take chunks and then sort of mash it down into a disc about two or three inches in di- uh, uh, across. Mm-hmm. What's di- diameter. diameter? Yeah, diameter. yeah. Right, yeah. yeah Remember clear. that history. <laughs> uh, so they take pl- plantain slices, they fry them twice. And usually you just put like a dash of salt on there. That's pretty much it. They're like... They're like soft. Yes. Um, they're not super crunchy. Like they're not chips. It, yeah. They had like a little bit of a crisp, mm-hmm. but like not what you think of as chips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not yet. Not even close to chips. And we were served with them. We were served this sauce. It, what did we? The think best it was? way I can describe it is it's like a not spicy chipotle sauce. Yes. So it had a good like, kind of like subtle like tang to it, but mm-hmm. not like. Not crazy spicy at all. Yeah. Tang is good. Yeah, like a tangy ranch almost. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But uh, the Tostones, like, oddly enough, it gave me, oh. a, like, a weird, like, saltless, like, French fry taste for mm-hmm. a moment. Oh, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I didn't hate. I think they were very good, but mm-hmm. um, I wasn't expecting that in the slightest. Yeah. plantains, they, they have a very potato vibe about them. And that I didn't know going in. I thought they were going to be closer to bananas in Same. flavor. Same. So I was really thrown off. I mean, you'd assume, right? They right. look like bananas. <laughs> look like yeah. big red bananas, reddish green bananas. They're red. Depends on how ripe they are. Oh. I think they go from green to brown. And there's red somewhere in the middle there. I believe so. 
So that was number one. Number two, what do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk Mallorca because that's what we had next, the uh, sweet bread. Yes. So it's a, it's a sweet bread, essentially. It's very, it's very light and airy and um, very buttery. A lot of layers in there, almost like, almost like a biscuit, but not as crumbly. Yeah, kind of like a, like a sweet croissant almost. Yes, I'd say. croissant is much closer, and then powdered sugar on top. Yep, the ones that we got, we got the butter, butter, uh, Mallorca, and they dropped some powdered sugar on it for those puppies. Yeah, and just kind of looking back now, I probably should have got. A different, you know, because they have like meat ones, like you mm-hmm. put meat in them. Like you got the butter one, I got the butter one as well. Um, I probably should have got a different one just so we could try it, but they do have meat variants that you mm-hmm. like make it almost like a sandwich, I guess. I found this description in a recipe that I looked up, so I'm going to read this real brief. Okay. Um, Mallorca is the ultimate sweet bread. It's perfect to have sliced and buttered with a cup of coffee in the morning, which. Yeah, we did that one. By the following day, the powdered sugar melts into the bread, and it's perfect for making a savory grilled sandwich with ham and cheese. There you go. I like to slice the roll and toast it in a skillet with coconut butter, cut side down. Then I make the ham and cheese sandwich and toast both sides in a skillet. It's divine. I kid you not. It almost tastes like French toast. Which I bought. It did have a very French yeah, toast kind did, of vibe. Especially with the powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then mofongo. So mofongo is uh, another plantain dish. Basically, they, they take plantain plantains and they sort of like mash them down into like a dense either like... So ours were in like a shape of a bowl, right? Um, they also come sort of like as a mound with the ingredients, but you can basically put anything in it or around it. Sauces, should, should we? Oh, no, it's okay. fine. I, hope, I honestly hope they can hear it. Yeah. There's some very loud music going by. And re- re- remember, we're almost 10 stories off the ground. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> that's not even the loudest we've had all week. Oh, no. Yeah. The seniors were doing a number. Graduation. Yeah, high school parade. seniors, not senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let me be clear. No, yeah, they're on Tuesdays. We're in a retirement building. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can put anything like Paul, you had, what was yours? Pork or something? Skirt steak. Oh, oh yeah. skirt steak. It was very, it was kind of more pot pie feel because mm. of the skirt steak, but it was still pretty freaking delicious. Yeah. I had garlic, uh, garlic sauce with shrimp. Uh-huh. And I had octopus salad, which was that, yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I think this week we definitely decided that shrimp and f- shrimp and fish the best combinations for any type of <laughs> yeah you know, we, we got our little seafood game on yeah we sure did you have to you on an island yeah i mean i live in iowa you know <laughs> yes, <laughs> unless yeah. i want like lake trout or something you know so. <laughs> even that yeah which is a whole different kind of fish lake fish tastes a, a bit different <laughs> really i mean not it's still fish but you know yeah. they often have like uh like if you ever had catfish there's almost like a dirty Oh, yeah. But that's because they're like bottom feeders, Uh-oh. the catfish. But, Basically. you know, Lake Perch. I'm sure you've been to a fish fry in Wisconsin, Paul. Many. Yeah. Very many. <laughs> nice. So those are the big f- three for food, but 
Do you guys have a favorite from the week? Favorite meal, dish? The tacos we had that we didn't talk about because they're Mexican food and not Puerto Rican food. Yeah. We had some awesome tacos yes. here. Um, some of the best I've had, personally. Yeah. For fish tacos, because that's all we had. <laughs> yeah, that was probably, honestly, like that very that first meal at uh, Vergüenza that uh-huh. we were at. Yeah. With the mojitos, the passion fruit mojitos. Oh, yeah. The passion what? fruit mojitos were a big hit. <laughs> oh, they're delicious. Absolutely. I think that I agree. That's probably the best meal. Yeah. yeah. Mofongo's I mean, we close second. We oh, did. Yeah. Yeah. We, we went back. Yeah. The Mofongo is close second, I think, too. Mm-hmm. And our first day, too, I did try some of uh, they were like pork bites or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was all right. Uh, yeah, very salty, like straight off the bone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that was a little bit more of like a traditional meal. Like oh, this okay. Pork is kind of more traditional meal here. So mm. figured test that out, see how it was. So it was pretty good. Nice. So, Dan, how long has uh, Puerto Rico been part of the United States? Uh, I think, uh, well, it's been a territory since like 1890-something, whenever the Spanish-American War ended, but then there was some sort of like, like Puerto Ricans got some more like constitutional rights. Like I think they were made citizens in 1917 or something. Hmm. Post World War One or into the World War One. Treaty of Paris in 1898 is when the Spanish turned over Guam, Cuba, Puerto Rico, and the Philippines no to the United kidding. States. Cuba? Yeah, we owned yep. Cuba at one point. Man, why did we let that go? They didn't like us, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, and <laughs> they had a what? little bit more power than yeah. you know, the other islands. And you know what? There was there was people at home that didn't like it. Um, Oh. Many, many supporters of the war opposed the treaty, and it actually became one of the major issues in the election of 1900. Really? Oh. Now, <laughs> I'm sure you can guess the person who supported the treaty ended up winning the election, William McKinley. But Democrat William Jennings Bryan opposed imperialism and did not think the treaty was good. Well, you remember what he also opposed. Do we talk about it in an episode? Yeah, I remember that name. Yeah, uh, the, uh, it must have been in a magnate episode, huh? Magnate, yeah. Yeah. He was real. Uh, he, he was running also on a platform of like actually using the Antitrust Act. You know? Like, Seems like the wrong guy won, huh? Yeah. Seems like we should have had a it, President it's, Bryan. It's a theme every 100 years 1900, 2000. Hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. 2,100, we'll yeah, get another yeah, one. When, yeah, get ready. When Dwayne The Rock Johnson's son wins his ninth term. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we could have had Mount Bryan in Alaska. That would have been fun, huh? Oh, instead of Mount McKinley. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Paul, how much time is left on the wash, you think? I was thinking about that. Do you think uh, we should pause? And I think now's a good time to pause. Okay, you will notice check. no difference, but we're going to pause now, and we'll be right back. Okay, so... We're back. Took a little bit longer of a break than I think we anticipated, but we're we're here now. Uh, so, Dan, you nailed the year 1917. For that was when Puerto Ricans born on or after the uh, sometime in April 1898 <laughs> were uh, granted U.S. citizenship. But it really is, you know, I don't, I can't speak personally to this issue, but it is pretty clear that. There are some weird things about Puerto Rico being part of the United States. That's not a surprise to anyone. The fact they're a territory, they miss out on certain things. Yeah, a little half-and-half scenario. Yeah, big thing is uh, no members of Congress. 
They do have something called a resident commissioner who is a non-voting member in the House of Representatives. They are, their title is technically like a, a member of Congress, but they don't get to vote. They can vote, they're allowed to be appointed to committees and can vote in committees, but can't vote on the final vote of a bill, yeah. right? Which is a little... Uh, Dicey. Yeah. Because let's see, what, what, um, what's the downside? So they, they, they have to pay, well, they don't have a federal tax, income tax, you said. Right, no federal income tax. Do now, what do you guys know about taxes? Do sales taxes go to the state or in this case, the territory? No, they, it should go to the county, to the city. Okay, so even better. Yeah. But it, it isn't, it doesn't go. So, what, what do you think? Where are they getting really screwed? Hmm. Do you, do we know? <laughs> should, <laughs> should we have looked this up? Let me. Yeah. That what, whole non voting member thing seems like a real absolutely for things that affect situation. Them, yeah, I guess that's my lack of understanding. It's like obviously U.S. laws affect them, and they can't have they don't have a say in that. They have a representation in that, in a sense. So it's that point I think that they don't truly have a representative when it comes to the laws that are yeah forced forced upon them in a sense. Yeah, but they still, and yeah, to your point, like they still have to follow the same rules. You know, like we were at a, we were at a national park a couple of days um, at those forts, right? The forts, the National yeah. Park Service runs those. Puerto Rico, San Juan wants to do something about that property. Don't matter. Can't. Can't. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty low stakes example, but for sure, think about like maybe regulations, federal regulations. Um, I did read Puerto Rico was like a big petrochemical producer, hmm. um, so any sort of green initiative that goes towards decreasing the production of petrochemicals might ding up Puerto Rican the Puerto Rican economy. Also, pharmaceuticals is a big industry here. So oh, really? again, same thing like. You know, I'm not saying regulation is bad, but it's a seat at the table that's missing. Exactly. Know? It's the not having a say in the regulation. That's I think that's the biggest point. Yeah. Now, so they could have members of Congress because there is, under the treaties clause of the Constitution, they can, via referendum, uh, vote for either independence or statehood. Mm. All Like the Philippines did that. Vote oh, for independence. Yeah. Um, what I'm seeing here is that the referendum in 2012, oh, okay, so most polls showed that Puerto Ricans preferred their current status, so Congress let them be. However, a referendum in 2012 reversed that trend. 54% wanted to change the current status, and of those 54%, most of them preferred statehood over independence. Wow. So, presumably, the tide is turning towards statehood, which is good, because yeah. then they'd get... Um, you know, members of Congress and other benefits. And I think that is the right move. I don't want to... I'm afraid with, of how I'll come off saying this, but I've, I've had this thought before when I had a, a friend who was ethnically Hawaiian. Uh, he worked at ICU Dining with me. And he always posted stuff about Hawaiian independence. And I, you know, did a little bit of reading and what, I, what my pea-brained mind came up with was 
these small, like Puerto Rico and Hawaii, mm-hmm. do they have enough where they would have like a good economy without it? Right. I think it's the comparison because you look at like, I guess Cuba's kind of a strong example, but like, you know, Dominican Republic, Haiti, all these small island countries, they would have probably a similar economy to those kind of countries. Uh-huh. But nothing in comparison to what the United States offers, you know, like support wise, GDP wise. Not that that we wouldn't, you know. And also, a lot of these places like Puerto Rico and Hawaii, I'm sure a lot of their money comes from revenue from tourism because American citizens can come come to those places without a passport. A lot easier, yes, exactly. So it's not like necessarily a great relationship, but (laughs) it's at least mutually beneficial in some sense. Like, yeah, but even think of just like. You know, it's just, you know, rather than having to send foreign aid, mm-hmm. you know, from America to Puerto Rico, it's just, you know, FEMA. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's just an actual federal program um, that we actually would support them. But hurricane, what, what you name it. Well, and I'm sure that would be a little more serious because I remember pretty recently, wasn't there a lot of, there was like, you know, people were without power here for a long yeah, time yes. a year or two ago. and Well, that was pretty bungled. Exactly, um, and I wonder if yeah. if the response by the government would have been more serious if they were a state, you know, mm. as opposed to just Perhaps. a territory. Oh, true. Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. If that uh, do they get bumped to the bottom of the priority list because <laughs> they're not a state, you know? Or was it just because of who was running the show? Ah, I see. You know? Could be that too. Katrina People situation. Experience. Yeah. Thanks, no. Obama. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I know who you're talking about. What was I? I was going to say. Um, Oh, there's got to be an advantage to, uh, as far as like trade relationship goes, too. You know, like you're you're technically part of the largest consuming nation on the planet. You know, right? Like you you have a real easy time getting your goods sold. You mentioned tourism, obviously, but like petrochemicals, pharmaceuticals, and the like. You know, you have no problem getting that to continental U.S. market. Yeah. Uh, and that would be much more difficult. Do you have uh, any sort of deeper understanding of the petrochemical thing? Is there just a lot of... No, we I did saw see that. Mentioned. You know, we saw that ship that had the... Yeah. We saw an tanker. oil tanker. Yeah. Well, I bet you what that's... Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like... Well, no, I guess that would be categorized probably like under shipping or something, but... I was going to say if, like, other Petro producers used the ports, but then I oh. wouldn't have read it as petrochemicals. It would have been probably, like, shipping or something as, like, a large industry. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Bunch of mountains, though, that we didn't really yeah. see the first two or three <laughs> yeah, days. It could yes. get a bit hazy here. Yeah. True. I was going to say, though, um, on our next time back to our old stomping grounds, definitely need to... You know, check out a little bit more of the island. We, we were very secluded to, you know, old San Juan and the San Juan area, but wow. well, see a little bit more. A couple things there. It was a pretty short trip, so True. renting a car might have just been, like, a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, a big thing we wanted, we thought about doing was that El Yunque, right? The Rainforest mm-hmm. National or State ter- Territory Park. <laughs> is it a national? I th- oh, I don't know. Park? I'm, not, I'm not sure. I think it, I think it is, or some. I guess it could be. Like I mean, the park service ran the forts we went to. Exactly. So, uh, unfortunately, what did you say? Like scalpers buy up all the day passes and resell yeah. them. Or? 
I was seeing some speculation about that on like a Puerto Rican travel Reddit. And then like I just saw somebody sort of give like a half glance comment about like somebody's buying up all the tickets again. And then I went to the park service page to like see if what a ticket would cost. And yeah, it was booked out like several weeks. I wonder if that's the same thing with the Bacardi factory too. Mm. Just because of COVID, there's so little tours going on, just mm. like half capacity. I think people are probably just like scalping those too. Yeah. So we tried going there, but yeah, is this their is this their literal like base of operations? Bacardi Rum? Yes, is it? I okay. believe so. So it's yeah, because awesome. there is a big old factory that we saw from a distance. <laughs> Distillery, I guess you'd call it more yeah. more formally. Yes. But the tours book months out. Yeah. Which is a shame because I would have really liked to do that. Yeah, that would have been nice. Real souped up version of a brewery tour. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Well, it would be like seeing like the Guinness factory in Iowa. Oh yeah. Right? I know. Like Same one of those. Caliber. Exactly. Or the the Miller factory in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Have you very, have you been there? I actually have not. <laughs> it's so. interesting. Is it? Yeah. No, I'm in, interesting that you haven't. I haven't been there. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. No, I mean. I grew up there before 21, so. Right, true. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I couldn't really enjoy it even <laughs> yeah, if exactly. I was there, so. You, have you been the... to New Glarus? Yes. What? Okay. Did you go with us? Was that, were you with us when It was that... you and me. And my brother, right? Uh... I think my brother went, too. Possibly. Sorry, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I just remembered it. Be, like, I knew there was a third person. I didn't know if it was you or Ryan, basically. Oh, yeah. Because I knew it was me and Drew, and then somebody else. That was nice. Yeah, it was definitely a smaller brewery, so I imagine they. For sure, yeah, it was cool. I mean, we got those glasses too, which was nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't even. I don't think I have mine anymore. I don't know what would have happened to it, but. Yeah, I bet I left. It, I bet I left it at, when I lived with Jared. Oh, probably. God. Rough. Yeah, gotta you, go back. You know what else was lost to that? My copy of Bezer Wizard. Mm, no way. It's, it's it didn't get thrown away, but I forgot it, and it is now. At his parents' place in uh, collecting dust, like yeah. Minburn, Iowa, or whatever, <laughs> and he's in Colorado, so there's no chance I'm just going to stop. <laughs> yeah. by. I'll just buy another version of the game. Yeah. I guess I'd rather do that. Hello, than... Jared's parents. Yeah, I did play like uh, an update. I don't know if I could call it an updated version of Bezer Wizard, but it was like some offshoot of Bezer Wizard. Same structure and everything, but just like a new set of questions. And uh-huh. um, yeah, I was like, whoa. Wait a second. I think I recognize it. It's under a new name. Uh, I had a uh, real uh, roller coaster few minutes uh, about a week ago. Have you ever heard of the game Tabletop Simulator? Vaguely. Mm -mm. That's a a PC game, and it's basically, I think it works with VR, but it's like it puts you on a table, and you can play any game that you could play on. Like, you know, there's like cards. There's a lot of stuff that came like part of the game like chess checkers all these games but the modding is the the main part of it like anybody can make any game for it nice you know what we should do oh go sorry there is bezer wizard <laughs> but bezer wizard is a german game and it's only the german version of it uh, tabletop simulator just added difficulty yes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We played that so much that we started memorizing the answers to the questions. I, I know. Mean, you yeah. saw more shit. Yeah. I mean, there's, you owned it. There's, I, I know the answers to a lot of those questions. <laughs> yes, it's probably good that I don't have. I need to put a few years between playing <laughs> it so I can forget all that stuff. Yes. You know what we should do, though? 
that uh, that poker chip counting app uh-huh. that we found, we should try to set that up in the tabletop simulator. So it's like a poker game. So you have your chips in front of you. Oh, that would that's that's already that's part of damn it, it. for sure. That's part of that. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame that's not on like Switch or anything because that'd be fun to like if we played board games or card games with each other from however many hundreds and oh yeah well actually we can the app had two um game modes one was you play with your own cards like physical cards on the table the other one was it's the full poker game that you play with your friends oh you can just play like poker on that app. yeah oh like online poker yeah like it'll show you your cards Oh, that'd be fun. We could pop into a Zoom call, play some poke. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some poke, some poke. <laughs> um, ooh, you want to talk cigars? Yeah. Wow, yes, what a yeah. cigar lounge we went to. Emporium. Something I didn't even know existed. Yes. Yeah, Emporium is yeah. That's a good. much more apt description of what it was. <laughs> I l- let me tell you, the humidor that held those cigars. <laughs> The square footage of that is probably not very different from the place that I live. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll say that much. <laughs> I, I would easily estimate, it, if not all the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Oh my oh, god, I can't even imagine in that humidor. Yeah. It was probably. It, tell me if this is extreme, but it was probably a thousand square feet. I'm so, I'm so bad at estimating. Oh, okay. Anything. It was big. The <laughs> fact that it had like a whole another room. Yeah. And like we walked into that room and it was more of a long hallway. Yeah. Just filled like with boxes of boxes of cigars. Yeah. Easily ranging from like six hundred to a thousand dollars per box. Yeah. Yeah, those boxes fuck expensive. And then yes. they had all the like the products in the front like lobby area yeah. and the liquor. You know, they, they had, yeah. like, the liquor cabinets. I don't know if you Fine saw wine. Pa- Paul and I were yeah. looking at They had some pretty ornate, like, pipes, like, tobacco oh, yes. pipes that were, like, hundreds of dollars, oh, like, four or $500 for... Like, something you wouldn't even, like, smoke, but just to have. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I, I'd feel disrespectful smoking out of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, smoke out of it once and never again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah, we got some Nicaraguan we did. cigars, yes. all three of us, yeah? Yeah, I believe so. Paul's was. I guess it's right there. Generally South American, I think. But oh yeah, yours was like multiple yeah. locations. It didn't really say. And then we got like a little pack here. Also Nicaraguan, yeah. Yeah. Um, of the cigarillos. Wow. I think this kind of changed my. I was kind of lukewarm on cigars. I think I've become more of a fan since this. Yeah. I know, I know we went a little hard, and. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe too much <laughs> at points, but <laughs> I think I'm going to mix them in a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it, it, by that I mean, I will begin to mix them in. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it is more of a hobby in a sense. Yeah, because you like can... vapes or cigarettes in a sense, where that's just oh, definitely. A, you know, just fulfilling a. That's like a clinical. That's almost like a doctor prescribing you, like nicotine. You know, like Correct. it's like a. <laughs> device but exactly <laughs> where like cigars you can you know it's like fine wine in a sense yeah, yeah or like or like you know like whiskey. we were talking about there like whiskey scotch like whiskey yeah. i'm sure once you start having a bunch of them you can notice the mm. finer differences in taste and all this where yes. to me it's just like well that's a cigar yeah <laughs> and then, this is not a cigarette that i'm smoking 
And when we were sitting there, like we had two wow. going. Hold on, breaking news. What? I don't have much of a say in this, apparently. My roommate just texted me and said, just a heads up, I got a new cat, and it's going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> well, so I guess I'll have two cats when I get home. Perfect timing, too. Hope they get, get along. Them. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. Yeah. You have to like, ease them into it, don't you? Yeah. They're oh, both God. adult cats, so that's going to be a little tough. Yikes. Speaking of cats. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We, saw, we saw some street cats today, <laughs> some, some, some rough-and-tumble strays. We've kind of picked up uh, a grift. We we went to this little <laughs> established food truck park. It was, you know, like six or seven food trucks. Yeah. And there was a cat who would just mingle, jump up on everyone's table <laughs> yeah. and hope for something. I think he was like the host. He would yeah. come yes. over, hey, how's the food? <laughs> yeah, the maitre d's. <laughs> yeah. Yes, can I have a taste? Yeah. Yes, please give me some. Well, he, know, he knows exactly what, because I don't know if you guys saw that table that was just like up and over us. Yeah. A guy threw a French fry, and the cat just went after it. Smelled it as a French fry. It was just like, all right, well, back to the rounds. <laughs> just, oh, we skipped it? Yeah. We, oh. He, he knows he can get better. He wants the well, finer. They don't yeah. eat. They're obligate carnivores. They don't eat any. Oh. Like, oh, true. Vegetables or anything. Yeah, well, if they got a piece of the tacos that I was having, man, that would be <laughs> high on the hog. Yeah. yeah. It was delicious. Very yes. spicy, too. But it really? Even at, I was happy about it, yeah. Yeah. Even at one point, I mean, it was rubbing up on me just to, you know, hey, I like you. Give me yeah. some food. Yeah. Kane, <laughs> yeah. everybody, got uh, a euro, a yeah. Latin American euro. I some mean, would, it was some would call like, it a betrayal. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it had been a few years since I'd had a euro. And it was, I don't blame it. You. It, it looked, looked delicious. So. Yeah. When you can get a lamb euro, you might as well do it. Cause, yeah. Whew. Yeah. Oh, did they have the uh, spigot? No, that's okay. No, you could tell it was like chunked lamb. It wasn't shaved. Oh, okay. But that's all um, right, though. Still, still awesome. Oh yeah, the sauce looked good. Oh, it was. Those veggies looked super fresh, mm-hmm. like the ones on the fries. Yeah, yeah. Got some loaded Greek fries with feta. <laughs> yeah, feta Ta- cheese. Because yeah. we were at a basically a food truck. Circle park. I don't know what you want to call it, but there's park, a bunch of yeah. park. You know, <laughs> there's a bunch of food trucks, and just about everything looked delicious. So yeah, it was hard to choose. Mm-hmm. There was even bubble tea. There were dumplings, Asian yes. style yeah. dumplings. Wow! And like, there's a beer truck too, and they yeah. only had like, like, like micro brews, right, mm-hmm. Stan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That my beer was from Louisiana. Oh, <laughs> like what? Oh yeah, they had they had like some I guess you'd call them macro breweries, but not like what you'd expect. It was like that uh the like sixteen sixty four, you know, you oh. you can see those somewhere, but the real oh. old brewery and like yes. know, some other things that I guess you could get at like a liquor store, but not what you'd find at like a gas station, you know. Yeah, that's a good distinction. Yeah, and talking like beer too, we were uh we dabbled in the Madaya. Madaya, Ooh, yeah, the, Puerto the, local, yeah. the Lone Star of Puerto Rico. Yeah, gonna, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Lone Star of Puerto Rico. Um, pretty, like, standard. right on par, standard, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, still same 10-ounce can, but... Yeah, yeah. Still felt a Not little bad. better drinking that than just, like, a, you know... Something different. Yeah. Bud Light. You know? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it felt more uh, local. I don't even know if this is where it's brewed, but... Surely, right? Uh, 
I, I think it's set so. it on the can. Right? Probably got a can in the trash bag. Or no, here I'm thinking still, of right? Magna. Yeah. Because Magna was the, the brewery of Puerto Rico. No, we took out the trash this morning. And we oh, finished them last it. night. I've only seen them. I don't think I've ever seen them anywhere else. Never so. even heard of it exactly. until we got here. Now I see it everywhere. And it's cheap. <laughs> and it's cheap, exactly. They are 10-ounce cans, but a 12-pack was like nine ninety nine, which is still, that's yeah. like a 10-pack, which is still about a six-pack price for a 10-pack. Yeah, yeah, it was good. You leaving these coins for the property manager? Just, I mean, I'm not going to take them with me, so. It's a good tip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or at least for the next person that stays here. True. So they don't have to pay money. Yeah. What else do we need to talk about? I don't know. If I use the bathroom, you think you guys could <laughs> cover for you? Yeah, just maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was going to talk about, I mean, some of the other drinks we had, I guess. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. We uh, Yeah. You mentioned the mojito. Yeah. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. So, you know, beer-wise, beer was pretty standard. I mean, we got all sorts of just what you regularly have. Yeah. We didn't really find any crazy things down here beer-wise. Because we went to Walmart first. Correct. And we got the Medaya which was clearly the local standard. We got a Miller Lite. We got Coors. Had to get Coors. Yeah, just normal drinking. Yeah. Beers. It would have been cool to find, like, uh, I guess, my, like, the Magna I've got, I got. Yeah. That, that was, the br- they claim, the brewery of Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. But uh, it's, it was kind of like a watered-down Dos Seques in a sense. It, w- it was pretty standard as well. Got a big beer scene. I wish we could find again what Kane had the the food truck park. So he had a it was like a blonde ale oh, with yeah. guava. Oh, it it was pretty dang good. I should have stolen a taste. Yes, um, I'll have to ask him in a second here when he's not indisposed. What it was called? Indisposed. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, I almost would like to find that again just to have it again, even it's if it's like a. Boy. <laughs> Even if it's, you know, somehow ordering it or yeah. finding it somewhere in a local market. That Do you remember the name of your, the blonde ale with see, guava? I'd, I'd be able to pull it out of a list, but, like, not off the top of my head. No. Yeah. I'll see no. if I can do some little gumshoe okay. work okay. here. That's fine. Because, that, honestly, I think that was probably the best beer we had, in my opinion, Nice. this entire time. Did but, it um, say light lager or pale lager? That was, a, like, a blonde ale. Blonde, oh, well, you're right. It's a blonde, blonde ale with guava. Blonde ale with guava. That was I what think it said, co- like, Han- it was, like, Hannah or something, maybe? Something like that. Because um, that's what caught my eye with the with guava to kind of make it a little sweeter. Yeah, the blonde ale is already kind of sweet. It was not. Uh, it was not obnoxiously sweet either. It was a very subdued kind of. It was good. I liked it a lot actually. But um, the mixed beers were drinks. the beers were standard, but the mixed drinks were good. We yeah, definitely dabbled around with the mixed drinks and cocktails. Um, trying to think, what was our first one? The was it the passion? This was it. The Barrel of Monks Brewing, single in Havana, blonde ale with guava. Wow. Oh, yes, you're right. It was Havana. Yeah. Yep, that is the bottle right there. I think we didn't get a drink at that the first lunch that we had. We didn't get a drink, right? No, I think we just got waters. So then the dinner at El Patron. Was Marg's. Were the Marg's for free. Yes, clutch move instantly makes them taste better oh yeah oh absolutely just the the whole environment because it was we were coming off kind of like a high point of the eve not sorry no kind of like a low point for the evening like high stress you know kane's arrival 
Yeah, let me talk about that real quick. Yeah, it's kind of mixed. I um, <clears throat> kind of thing you don't expect when you step into what's supposed to be part of the United States. <laughs> you expect cell service. Part of that is just me. It's much like electricity. You kind of take it for granted these days, <laughs> having cell service. It's not as much as a problem as it was like five, ten years ago Yeah, when you had to have like choose a network based on where you were. But uh, I got off the plane, didn't have cell service, and... You know, the only Wi-Fi would be at the airport that I had to pay for. And so once... Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, once, you know, once you leave the airport, I was just kind of transported back in time, I suppose. I had no means of contacting Dan and Paul, who had already been here for several hours at this point. I got in much later. So I was just kind of standing on the streets of Condado Beach with all everything I had with me with no means of contacting them to let me into the locked building. Probably 20, 25 minutes I was standing out there before I finally just started walking around looking for a free Wi-Fi spot to message. Uh, I think I hit up Dan, probably. Come down and let me in. I said, please, and say something if you see this. <laughs> yes, what in, I the, said. in the telegram, yes. Yeah. Um, that was a little scary because that's my... The for my first minutes in Puerto Rico, basically. Because it could have been hours. Like, yeah. We were definitely sitting here like, we were thinking like, oh, man, it's kind of taking a while. But like, not that we need to send out a search party yet. Yeah, that uh, that yes. changed the tune. Yes, the Marg um, stuff. Getting the Margs helped things. Now, like I was saying the other night, we're leaving tomorrow. I've had a great time. And I know that it few days maybe a week from now i'm gonna think i really should have appreciated it more but like dan so sagely pointed out there's nothing you can really do to i would be for i would be in danger of having less fun by forcing myself right. to feel like i was having fun there's now. nothing you can do to assuage that feeling when in i the moment when i leave here so close to the beat the surf the waves <laughs> the moon the sand and I go back to Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> One of the, like, Bismarck, North Dakota, and Pierre, South Dakota, are perhaps the only more depressing capital cities to be in. Yes. Um, I'm sure I'll feel some, yeah. some longing. But you know what you have to do in that moment? What's that? Plan the next one. True. Yeah. So, we'll so let's look to the future. Where's next? I feel like we got to go geographically pretty different, right? Yeah. Not the Caribbean. You yeah. Should we go to, like, Newfoundland? Whoa. Okay, I was, was going to say, are we doing... Or Montreal? No. No. Fuck no. the French Canadians. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I love where your head's at. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was anger. We've already visited the French Texas. Canadians. Yeah, not you. we don't yeah. need to go to Quebec. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Newfoundland's not bad. We're going to have to wait until... Uh, I mean, I'm sure by the time we're in a place to go on a vacation again, yeah. there won't be travel restrictions to other countries anymore. True, but true, true. I mean, we can probably safely assume. We're getting close. Well, I guess we'll we'll do another we'll do another trip next summer. We'll be camping. Correct. But probably not Based in a position to record <laughs> no, yeah. at our location. Oh well. No. You're right. Unless podcast wise. Unless, unless. I uh, cough up some money and get like a, you heard of like Zoom recorders? That's X-O-O-M. 
they're they're basically like if you've ever had like a you know just press a button talk into a digital recorder yeah. like that okay. but they have these ports on them so you like the ones that these cables oh. plug into so you just plug these things in it's got a battery and an SD card bring mm. the little box a little mobile no it wouldn't even be that. I mean oh. it's like it's like this big but probably oh. three times as thick wow that would be awesome that'd be a good bachelor party Yes. A little field be. recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Top of a mountain somewhere. Yeah. Appalachia. But by, beyond that, yeah, maybe uh, northern Atlantic. Push, push north a little bit. Nome, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, I'd go to Alaska, man. That'd be to, awesome. I would love to go to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of places that we don't need to necessarily get a passport. Right. Or that it would be like, like Canada. <laughs> Basically, yeah. our backyard. Yeah. Passport or no, like, international travel's a headache. Yeah. Well, then I, Canada still accepts the... Uh, real ID, right? Real ID, yeah. yeah. It used to just be the enhanced uh-huh. license for those northern states, but now it's... Well, I think I saw, starting in maybe a few months, you have to get a real ID. They pushed it back Correct. to 2023. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. October, I think. Yeah, in different states. It was going to be this October, though. I think what COVID did a lot to that, too, didn't it? Yeah. Do either of you have a real ID? What I is did, it? What do is it like a? I did when I ha- had a New York license, but then when I moved to Pennsylvania, what's I, the difference? It just has more like security yeah. on it, like the holographics. Yeah. It's oh, a so little it's tiny holographic picture. It's on there. security yes. of card. It's not like a correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, for some reason I thought you had to get like a background check or something, but oh god, it co- it does cost more. I think that's what a lot of people were up in arms about it because they were like, we have to get a new card, and now it's like a hundred bucks. Oh. To get a new ID card? Yeah. Um, well, if they realize what you gain from it. Because, like, that was the that's thing. That's they don't advertise enough. Yeah. When I got my license in New York, it was like, do you want an enhanced or a regular? And it was like, enhanced is 50 more bucks, but you can go to Canada. I was like, well, that, that might be useful. Did I tell you I almost uh, applied for a teaching job in Alaska? No. Tell yeah. me about that. Well, I, so we there was, like, a teacher career fair job fair type thing where a bunch of school districts just came, you know, because they were looking for student teachers or fresh out the gate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were like some far off districts, super randomly, a lot, couple in Texas, Colorado, etc. And then I saw some Alaskan school district booth. So I was like, okay, I'm not moving to Alaska, but I got to go see what's up. And the more and more they talked to me, I was like, whoa. When you see that, that's a little, that, the appeal of that is like, that's a, that's a nice little life refresh button. Yeah. That's like, let me change everything I knew about yeah. <laughs> what it's like to live. That, let me expand my it's a little, understanding uh, a little bit. What, Jesus Christ Supertramp or whatever? Little Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> Superstar. Supertramp. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen that movie. But uh, yeah, go to Alaska. Well, I'm not anymore, but uh, thanks. They they would um, they were like, well, are you are you interested in all in uh, coaching a sport?" And now, I was like, wait, where in Alaska? Oh, oh, I can't remember. Probably like Fairbanks or, or Anchorage Juneau or something. Or something. Yeah, 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 so yeah, one of the one of the Probably. one of the cities, one yeah. of the actual bastions of civilization in that. <laughs> 
And I was like, yeah, I would, I would probably want to try to coach track. And they were like, oh, yeah, we, we, can, we can do that. Yeah, um, we've got cross-country skiing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> ice javelin. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ice javelin. Nordic combined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Biathlon. And they said uh, between schools, you know, oftentimes you don't have, like, a straight stretch of road between okay. schools. Uh-huh. So we have a couple of planes Oh. Our school owns a couple of planes. To go that get we, kids? We would fly as a team to some of the competitions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just to get to another school or whatever, you know? That's unbelievable. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. Talk about expanding your worldview. Uh, Paul, you seem to have, probably of the three of us, the best grasp of Alaskan geography. Yes. Um, which are Juneau, Fairbanks, and Anchorage all on the ocean? No. Or any of them on the ocean? Yes. Juneau is the southernmost. It's the capital. Uh-huh. That's on the ocean. And then Anchorage is also, but that's a little bit more north, more like... Yeah. Um, and then Fairbanks is almost like dead center. Okay. Alaska. And that's... Fairbanks is probably the, the coolest place to go because Denali is maybe like 50 miles... Not even 50 miles to the north of that. So if you're living in Fairbanks... Denali is part of your view when you're looking out. You can see it. It might not be like the direct part of view. There might be other mountains in the way, but oh, like okay. you know, you've got the mountain range right sure. in your backyard. So you said uh, Juno is the southernmost. Correct. It's what? on that like little sliver that falls. Oh Canada. sure. Okay. So what's the what's the climate like there? Um, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. But what? How do you? How are you? How are you the expert on Alaska? How do you know all this stuff? There's Air Force bases in Alaska. Oh, okay. okay. That makes People sense. I've met have been to Alaska. And, Got like, it. I've done a lot of research on Denali. So, okay. like, one day, you know, dream-wise, I'd love to, like, climb Denali, summit Denali. Carry so on. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no. I, mean, I was, like, sitting here, like, what? How does he know all this stuff? Yeah. Oops. Denali is the tallest peak in North America, right? It is. It's nice. one of the seven Love summits. That. That'd be really cool to Seven do. summits? Is that the seven, uh, every continent's tallest? Okay. Correct. What's, a, what's oh, Antarctica? Sick. I forget the name, but there is one. Ice yeah. Mountain. It's, Ice it's Mountain, the, yeah. It's the <laughs> Splash <shortest>. Mountain. <laughs> it's actually the the shortest, if that's the right word. Out of all seven. Out of all seven, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, lowest. I'm going to look them up right now. Lowest elevation-wise, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But first, I'm going to find out the climate, climate? of Juneau, yeah. Alaska. Yeah. Climate, yes. So climate, like, because you have to deal with being so far north that your winters, you know, 23 hours of darkness. God. At, at the most. Um, so it gets pretty freaking darn cold. And then same thing in the summer, 23 hours of light. Um, but like the thing with Alaska that everyone forgets what I've been told, cause I've never been myself, but Alaska is kind of like a swamp in a sense. Yeah. It's like what you would not expect that there's <laughs> just like a lot of water up there. So like the ground is almost spongy in a sense, like well, a lot of places you go hiking really? minus the mountains, of course. Um, but any of the lowlands or lower lands, it's spongy. It's almost swamp-like. And Are they like bogs? Yes, that's probably the better word, bogs. That would be, in my mind, you know, we've talked about bog bodies, right? And the bird on the branch on the branch. <laughs> no, don't you stop this. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of bog bodies? Have we talked about these at all? No. I feel like no, I don't think okay, so. Okay, I thought it might have come up on the podcast before, but, like, bogs are, are very good at preserving bodies. Like, they found, mm. like, th- oh. thousands of year old bodies. Yeah, we might have mentioned it. 
a bog in Alaska seems like you could preserve a body for a very long time. Because <laughs> of winter, yeah. Yeah, the cold and yeah. the bog combined. So I'm looking at the climate data for Juno on the Wikipedia. Surprisingly, the record high in July is 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh. Average, though, is 63 for July. That's the hottest month. Uh, average low is actually 50. That's probably because it's on the ocean. Pretty pretty tame range. Yeah, in July. probably gets a little bit of like what... Oh, that was July. Gets. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, average low for the coldest month would be January, and that's 23. Not bad. Oh, yeah. Not bad. That's... Wow. Record low is negative 22. I've been through that yeah. plenty of times. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Montana, I'd assume. Easily. Saw some of those. Yeah. Uh, so the seven summits, that's a fun one. Let's see. I'm gonna get, I'm just going to get the list. By the way, if you've made it this far into the episode, I've hoped you caught the little track bar across the bottom of your app. And notice that this is indeed a four and a half hour episode. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please make yourself aware of that. Completing the seven summits and additionally reaching the North and South Poles has been dubbed the Explorer's Grand Slam. (laughs) Oh, man. We got to look at a list of people who've done that. So let's see if we can get... What? (sighs) I know three for sure. Hold on, let me let me count all the things on this map. Kilimanjaro. Yeah, one, two, yes. uh, wait, save it, save it, save it. Hold on, please. <laughs> I knew he was one, getting there. I knew he was getting Three, there. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Because there's what? There's a couple. Oh, it's a bit, yeah, right. Because there's different seven. There's one that's Europe and Russia is listed on this map. So I think if we go straight continents, we can nail this down to. The seven. Okay, so let's. What do you got? We got Denali. Got we Denali. already talked about that. Kilimanjaro. You guys said it. Europe. What do you think? You can probably guess which range it'd be in, right? Maybe the Alps. The Alps. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not. I don't. It's not Matterhorn. It's not the Matterhorn because that's the most like well known. I'd say. Let me tell you. The only other time I've seen this name. It's not K two, is it? No. Because K two is the most dangerous. People have said. Um, so I'll tell you, I've seen, not referencing the mountain, I've seen this name one other time. I think they make fountain pens, watches, ink joy, lapel pins. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's paper mates. Paper mates, mate, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I think you'll recognize the name. Mont Blanc. Oh. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Asia's easy. Asia's an easy one. Everest. Right? Everest, yeah. Um, <laughs> South Africa, what do you th- uh, South America, what do you think? Something in the Andes. It's yeah, it's either in like, what Chile or Argentina, isn't it? Yeah, it's because that you know because the Andes, yeah, Peru. It is in the border between Chile and Argentina. Yeah. Oh yeah. nice. I don't know peak names though. That's no, and I've I've looked at this list before just out of curiosity, but I couldn't tell you the it name. It is Aconcagua. Yeah, Aconcagua. That, yeah, that was coming out of Definitely any. not, yeah. yeah. Not this uh, You're not, I mean. Oh, What's the, Australia? Australia's tough. Let me try to pronounce this one. Some aboriginal thank, name. Oh, thank God they've got a little. Phonetics. Mount Kosciuszko. Kosciuszko? It looks like Kosciuszko, but the pronunciation is Kosciuszko. Oh, okay. Is what it, uh, the cool. phonetics it gives me. 
Kosciuszko is Polish, so that would have been kind of out of nowhere, but that's cool. It is. I mean, it is. You're probably saying the. Do have you have you seen that word before? Kosciuszko. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Kosciuszko bridge near my parents' house. Okay. Yeah. It is spelled exactly like that, but yeah, the pronu- the phonetic Polish says engineer who helped uh. build uh, military fortifications for the Americans during the revolution. Well, well, and you know those Polish, they uh, they really you you never know how. Yeah, you're, tell me about them. Let me see if I can find my high school physics teacher because, like, the what do you mean? His he had a Polish name. Oh, something. Yes, ski. here we go. So this is how you know the Polish. There, there's no logic between Polish spelling and pronunciation. This guy's name is David Dravitz. Oh boy, Dravitz. Let me say that a third time. Dravitz, and I'm going to spell this now. D-Z-I-U-R-A-W-I-E-C. And it's Dravitz. Let me look at this. Yeah. David Dravitz. It's like Krzyzewski. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's <laughs> it's no... adding letters just to add letters. Yes. Oh, and to finish it off, Mount Vincent is the... Uh, Vin- the Vincent Massif is the largest in Antarctica, yeah. Was so, there one for Australia? Did they not consider Australia? Kosciuszko? No, that was the Kosciuszko. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Denali would be your first. You can't say Everest would be your second because Everest is like. No, I've. Yeah. I mean, just talking personally, like, because I've climbed the Grand Tetons and I think that's really got my interest in doing more of that. If I may be pedantic. <laughs> Go ahead. There is only one Grand Teton. They are the Tetons, and the Grand Teton is the largest. All of right, them. all right. I would uh, never do that if I wasn't from there. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, you're right. The Grand Teton. Um, Kilimanjaro. After Denali, just because. So they they did set rules on Everest. Actually, if you if you don't know, um, you have to have climbed, or, or not necessarily summit, but climbed mountain uh, higher than twenty thousand feet. That's good. I'm glad they did that. Correct, yeah. because there are getting too many people that are like, oh, I've gone hiking before, and then they yeah. try to do Everest. Which is insane. Got, people it, die all the time. All the time. Mountain. Yeah. Um, and that's, that was to kind of like help against the crowding, because more people were dying because there's overcrowding. People like literally in lines just to get oh, to the summit. Yeah. You're stalled. Basically, you're just sitting there getting cold, using all your oxygen, and you have to go back anyway, so it's wasting a lot of people's money. Uh-huh. And I mean, it costs... Fifty to hundred thousand dollars to climb Everest just based off gear and guides and all that yeah. stuff and permit. And I'm guessing since those bodies are still up there, I'm guessing when you get up there, the air is too thin for like a helicopter to work. Probably. Well, if you there's a movie, I think the movie. I don't know if it's called Everest, but um, gosh, I can't remember his name now. He's in Sicario. He's not. Uh, it's not Benicio. It's not Benicio. It's uh, the other dude. Room, I guess. Um, let me look up Scario. Gosh, I can't remember his, his name. Is now. it like a pro? He's like one of the leads in the movie. Yes, one of them. So um, is it uh, Josh probably, Brolin? Yes. Okay. So he's like one of the main dudes, and there was a story of people up Everest, and Josh Brolin's character. Um, I think he was like a Everest almost, 2015 film. Everest. I don't think he was like a senator, but he or some like a state legislator from Texas or something like that. Uh huh. And he got a like a message got out to his wife, and his wife called the Nepalese, like the, like he through all this contacts and networks they got the Nepalese like military to send up a helicopter to go save him 
Dear God. Yeah, it was some strange thing. But like the helicopter scene is like, there's no air. Yeah. So he's not the helicopter's not flying up there. So it's <laughs> yeah. barely landing, barely getting people off the mountain. Right. Uh, because they were in dire wow. straits up there. Now here's a little trivia. Do you think you could tell me what country in Africa Kilimanjaro is in? It's in. Well, it's between Kenya and Tanzania. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> I got a friend who's climbing Kilimanjaro. The mountain man. I, I, yes, I know people that have climbed Kilimanjaro. Seems like the uh, Cornell of highest peaks. Well, it's an easy one because it's very <laughs> exactly. It's a pretty low slope, isn't it? Correct. It just takes time. I think it, like the standard is. Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's still it's still a great feat, but like I think it's uh, I think the people usually do it like what, ten days? I forget, just because it takes a lot of time horizontally. That's like when there. you see uh, Olympus Mons on Mars. It's like t- way higher than any peak on Earth, but it's Correct. just like. <laughs> it's just, it's, also it's the like size sh- of Texas. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> dome. It's like not very impressive of a mountain at all. What's yeah, it called? Olympus Mons. Sick. That's yeah. a good name. I got I got laughed at in class one time in uh, freshman year. I took oceanography, and I, you know I oh, I know I now that. when you look back, it's an oceanography class. I should have known because the the professor was like, um, in fact, Everest is not the tallest mountain. Can anyone name a taller mountain? And I raised my hand and said Olympus Mons on Mars. Entire classroom laughed at me. What the devastating? Didn't even show up to the next class. I'll tell you that. I, I did go back, but like, skip the next one. No, it's uh, he was talking about Hawaii. <laughs> you know, because oh. it's you know it's a volcanic underwater. Yeah, yeah, talking underwater distance. Which what is like, if you're gonna hit us with a trick question, maybe don't laugh at me for yeah. getting it wrong. Sorry. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I also imagine, be like, I think you're you're right, aren't you? That it is bigger than Hawaii. Oh, certainly. It's bigger than Everest. Yeah. Well, yes. I guess if it's Hawaii is bigger, but Olympus Mons is huge. Exactly. So he should, if anything, give you extra credit. Yeah. Like, okay. Just extra or props. Like pull, or I was going to say, yeah, I'll pull you yeah. aside after class. Like, hey, that was. Loved cool. what you did right there. That, that, that was the right answer. Loved that move yeah. you pulled. But, but don't you ever speak in my class again. <laughs> God. Yeah. So. The volcano has a. This is Olympus Mons. The volcano has a height of over twenty-one kilometers, thirteen point one six miles. Wow. As measured by the Mars Orbital Orbiter Laser Altimeter, <laughs> Olympus Mons is about two and a half times Mount Everest's height above sea level. Yeah, isn't Mount Everest five something? It is one of the largest volcanoes, the tallest planetary mountain, and the second tallest mountain currently discovered in the solar system. Hell yeah. Okay, list of tallest mountains in the solar system. Let's see what number one is, huh? Ooh. Whoa. Wait, what? This list seems... Oh, oh, it's sorted by planet, not... Base to peak height. Vesta. What is Vesta? What? (laughs) Vesta is one of the largest objects in the asteroid belt. Uh, there, there aren't mountains on asteroids. Boo. Come on. That doesn't Get out of here, boo. dude. What's the tallest point on Puerto Rico? Excellent question. Just a date. I wonder, if, I wonder if this is where that Arecibo Observatory is. Congratulations, oh. Phil Mickelson. Minus oh. six. 
for the weekend. Wow. PGA let's, hey, let's, while I'm looking this Oldest up, let's champion. mention that Arecibo Observatory. We got a radio observatory in Puerto Rico recently collapsed, unfortunately. Oh, geez. Still in the rebuilding phase, I think. There's a lot of angles of video footage that you can look up. Yeah, that's a crazy, crazy thing, too. Yeah. Just that it's whole catastrophic like, giant, like, disc in the ground thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if any of you played Battlefield or whatever, Battlefront, whatever. Or or if you've seen the movie Goldeneye, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For our older listeners. Cerro de Punta, or just Cerro Punta, is the highest peak in Puerto Rico, rising to 4,390 feet above sea level. I feel like we Hmm. saw saw that. I was going to say, I think it's up here. Well, it it? says it's in Ponce, in the municipality of Ponce. Let's see how far Ponce is from. Ponce is in the very south, I see. It is, so we know we didn't see it. We probably didn't see it. We did not see it. Um, not even from the plane. Oh, no, I was going to say, I wonder what the prominence is, you know, because, like, prominence is from, like, ground level up, not sea level, oh, but okay. we're, we're at sea level. How so much it's, it it's extends this, above it's the same everything number. else. Yeah. <laughs> it's the exact same number for elevation <laughs> and prominence. 43rd tallest isolated peak in North America. So not that impressive. Nice one, Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not not what they're known for, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> More yeah. like Porty Third. Oh, hel- hello. <laughs> <laughs> Silent yeah. eye roll from this side of the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Paul, it is currently 9.03 p.m. What, um, what time are you going to bed? For the listener, Paul has... The earliest flight by a good good margin. You got yeah. a, Your flight is at when? Uh, I depart at 6 okay, in the so morning. Got to be there about 5, somewhere around there. Roughly. Yeah. I don't know. I still have, what, one and a half beers left, so. Yeah, and, and mm. you're, doing, you're doing fine because if you want to wake up at, at 4, you still got 9 hours of sleep. If you went to bed right now, you got 9 hours of sleep. I did my math totally wrong. You got 7 hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> not, not no. <laughs> not in a perfect now, world, yes. Yeah. If we went back in time, yes. In a perfect world, I've what? already like the same way when I left Georgia. Like, I already know I'm gonna sleep on this next plane. Yeah, it's just getting there, just getting up, oh, getting yeah. there. That's all I need to do. Plus, yeah, you know, if, it's, if your work day is just sitting in one place, hey, you're doing all right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. one thing to have a like, full day work after no sleep, sitting in a plane. Sucks, but yeah. it's not very, yeah. not a very high effort thing, huh? Exactly. And once, like you know, the sun comes up and stuff like that, you wake up. Time do you land? Back at home? Well, what before your drive? At before the my drive, I get back at like four, four thirty. So I won't what? get home. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. No. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold no. On. Correct, because my layover is in Baltimore. You have a layover? Yeah. In Baltimore? Oh no! Yeah, they totally dude. fly over Tampa. As I like oh, wave, no. like you know, can you jump? At that point, Jeez. I wish. Yes, I had no idea. Oh, so I have a four-hour flight to Baltimore. So Baltimore to Tampa, and the, I've got a two oh. or two two and a half hour layover in Baltimore. Dude, and then it's another like two or three hour flight from Baltimore to Tampa. Dear God, man! And then a four-hour drive. Was that an economical decision, or was that like the only flight available? Was it would it be it w- a lot more expensive to get like a? I think like looking back now, I think ec- I should have taken convenience as a bigger factor God. in economics. Um, 
Do you know what? Because it, it was like somewhat cheaper, but like just out of the hassle, I think I could have spent the extra, you know, 30, 40 bucks and just flown straight to Tampa. Just skip your second leg and take a train up to Philly, and I'll pick you up at the train station. Okay. <laughs> at that point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very close. I'm, you're very close, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oh, I, mean, I had no idea, Paul. I'm wait, sorry. Well, I was gonna say, Dan, when do you you don't you don't fly until later? My departure's at three o'clock. From here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, but wait. it's direct. It's only three hours, three and a half hours. I was gonna say it would be crazy if you left also some in the morning and uh, then you like came down to Baltimore real quick and like uh, Hey yeah. again, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> but that that'd be so high five. Out, yeah. Be so out of the way through for you. security. Yeah. yeah. It's really not that far though like an hour and a half two hours yeah that's good to know that sucks dude i'm sorry yeah oh well it's a lot what, of sleeping what's done is done yeah. yeah what i was gonna say anyways was i was imagining you Hopefully that picked up. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, just a weird silence. <laughs> what I was going to say was, hopefully you get on the plane at 6, whatever, and you have like a three-hour, you know, plane ride. Mm-hmm. You get a nice breakfast, nice cup of coffee or two, and then you hit, that, hit the road four hours from Tampa, home by one in the afternoon, take an afternoon nap. And just relax. Oh, man. Oh, no. God. No, tomorrow's a work day. You know, tomorrow yeah. it's oh, it's uh, it's a travel work day rather. Um, but like my my week this week is super light. Like we're on a, we're on kind of like a block leave kind of thing. Um, so I, I I go into work Tuesday for a couple like appointments and random stuff. Just check email basically. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm back on like leave for like through Memorial Day weekend. So. What, what does leave mean? Like, like days off. Oh, so I took days off. Are you going up to Wisco? No, um, I'll probably just hang around for a couple days, like you know, just relax a little bit, a couple days, and then yeah. uh, some friends, um, just like you know, around Georgia and stuff like that. We're gonna go up camping for oh, Memorial nice. Day weekend. They were they were talking in a group chat of where I didn't look it up yet, but it's probably yeah. somewhere up north, a little yeah. closer to the mountains. Nice, dude. So That'd be nice. That'd a lot of, lot cool of traveling, down. a lot of moving around this like yeah. week, week and a half, week or two. Going to get some good sleep in between, though. For sure. <laughs> Can you imagine before computers how exhausting it must have been to by hand figure out all the flights and uh, just be the guy who had to do that? Well, think about it, too. Like, you, If you wanted to go somewhere with a flight, you go to the airport and like shop for it. Yeah, yeah, you could just yeah. book it on the computer, or or you call. call. Oh, you know, you yeah. travel agents. Travel agents, man, yeah. that's a dying that's, breed. That's huh? that's what it was. You know what though, too though. Those who though, you you know what you also got was a luxury experience up until like the nineties, right? A lot of leg room, elbow <laughs> room, drinks, food. Every flight was like the first class cabin. Up until like 1990. And for a while there, you could just rip cigs on the plane, which is crazy, rip you know? Rip cigs, man. Yeah. 
Absolutely. You know, pretty recently, I think they stopped letting you smoke cigarettes on submarines, which is even crazier. True. Submarines. Like, certainly more recently than airplanes. You know, I've never taken a commercial submarine trip, <laughs> so I wouldn't know, but... Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> I would I, never do it. I'd rather I would just be above the, above the sea. But. Like I said earlier, I would not do well in that environment, even in the best of circumstances. Yeah. So for cutting this current portion out... What I'm going to say, we're at 50 minutes on the dryer. Mm. So if we want to, uh, how much longer you want to go with the recording? Oh, I don't, we can end it here. We're at an hour and a half. We're, we're shooting oh shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, this, wanna, this is, and I'm going to say this in the episode description, this is not an episode. This is the Friendship Simulator podcast. Hanging out with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to yeah. say, do we want to start wrapping it up? Yeah. Let's just wrap it up now. Armchair okay. underscore adventurer <laughs> underscore Clackdown. Wrap it up, not end it. Come on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, actually, we've got some. We're we're definitely gonna have some good pictures. Yeah, we've got a fantastic. We remembered this while Paul was doing the laundry. Dan <laughs> caught on camera him getting hit with a wave on the pier. <laughs> yes. So that's a fun. It splashed up and over and just soaked him and it his was phone. Comical. That'll be a fun one to see. Is the highlight of the trip. Uh, I think there's actually some good photos. If you've never been to Puerto Rico, it's definitely worth coming. This has been extraordinary. Yeah. So easy. Such an easy trip to the Caribbean. It is. Certain, I mean, like if you're looking for just like a nice beach vacation, this was cheaper than Hawaii by probably pretty significant margin. <laughs> yeah. Easily hundreds, you know, oh, if not yeah. thousand dollars each. Yeah. Cheaper. But we we probably did this whole thing for less than a plane ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, actually, I don't know enough to argue, but yeah, I believe it. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I guess the next episode here we'll be we'll return to. We'll probably do a dick. It's about time we get back to that dictator thing, huh? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. To you know, kind of wrap it up in a sense. I don't know how long we plan on doing it for, but uh, yeah, it's probably going to be like you know we probably got like. Two, maybe three more people we could talk about at the most. But yeah, exactly. I do want to talk Chelsea about. App. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, we'll start that Chelsea, Chelsea thing. I'll uh, I'll explain that a little more in the in the beginning of the episode when I release that because <laughs> that it's it's not a simple concept. Yeah. And uh, how about we try a little movie night? Watch hypernormalization and talk about Muammar Gaddafi next. How do you feel about it? Oh yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what you can look forward to. <laughs> I, I hope you're still listening. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Hay que tomarlo sin ningún apuro Despacito Quiero respirar tu cuello despacito Deja que te diga cosas